0: Flash brief. Echo, echo whiskey. Welcome to our End Endless Wars flash brief. We'll be brief. Today's End Endless Wars brief is in honor of Petty Officers Daniel Martin Caballero and Matthew Michael Floco, who died on September 11th, 2001,
1: in Arlington, Virginia. These sailors reported to their duty day at the Pentagon that fateful morning. They were the youngest fatalities at the Pentagon that day. They didn't die in Afghanistan, but in the attack on our country that preceded the global war on terror in Afghanistan. I'm Ray Hoskins. And I'm John Burns.
0: And this is Echo Echo Whiskey. Ray, as you might remember, I had my uniform on that morning
1: as well. That's right. You were in New York City. uh, And you actually responded to the World Trade Center attacks, right?
0: Yes, sir. I was sitting in a class on the Upper East Side of Manhattan when a couple of minutes after 9 a.m., I heard about the planes hitting the towers. Uh, and I quickly made my way down to, to my National Guard armory, which was about halfway down to ground zero. And once I got into uniform, I then heard about the attack on the Pentagon.
1: Man, I was standing in a classroom as a, as a high school history teacher that day, and I can't imagine what you were going through. So what happened after, after you heard all, heard all this?
0: Well, after reporting to duty, things, things turned into kind of a crazy day. And I can remember so many of the details, and I'll spare the listeners of our flash briefing here, a lot of them. But after a lot of military type hurry up and wait, after dozens of task force changes as headquarters units came online and took over different subordinates, um, after a mission to run out and fetch maps of Manhattan, which apparently we didn't have any of, uh, and after a couple of false starts on medical missions, finally, that evening at dusk, my unit moved out to secure the area just north of ground zero, one block north, in order to to prevent Pedestrians, looky lose in traffic from getting down there and getting in the way of the recovery efforts. And once we were posted up in teams, we took turns walking that last block down to the destruction there at ground zero. It was the worst scene of devastation I've ever seen in, in a long military career. And as a soldier, it absolutely enraged me.
1: Man, I can I can I totally understand. I, I agree with you. I was I was furious because yeah. we had been attacked and you know you're you're currently serving right there. I mean, you are you are currently uh, serving your country. I was I had been out for several years by that time, but you were serving right then, and you're furious.
0: I was I was exactly furious, and it was because I'd signed up to defend America, right? Because, as the fourth principle of realism states, states
1: have as their primary goal survival. That's right. And it's why it's why we have a military. So did you feel on, on that day when when you were down on on ground when you were at ground zero, did did you feel like our survival as a nation was threatened that day? No, but I did feel like we needed to respond.
0: I thought that if we let those attacks go unanswered, they would invite future attacks and, and more Americans and civilians could become casualties. So I thought we did need to to to
1: punish the 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 actors behind it. Right. So you supported the war in Afghanistan, even though it wasn't a threat against uh, the U.S. survival, you know, because you were afraid that it might or, or concerned that it might encourage other other actors to, 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 to do the same thing? Yes. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And, and you know, while states have as their primary goal survival, one of the other kind of duties of their military is to protect their citizens as well, right? So, So this was an attack on our citizens. And I remember every day from September 11th to October 7th wondering when is it going to start? Uh, when, are, when, when are we going to take it to them? Right. Um, and on September uh, on October 7th, when those bombs started falling on the Taliban, I have to admit, I was pretty happy. I was cheering. But, but now we've been there way too long. I've, I've served 17 years of a 22 year career in the military while we were at war with the Taliban in Afghanistan. And I retired back in 2018. Al Qaeda has been decimated and they're not welcome in Afghanistan anymore. The Taliban was driven from power. They've changed generational leadership and they've negotiated an agreement with, with the US, with us. Their current leaders are actually cooperating with our forces, with US forces to, to deter and defeat ISIS and Al Qaeda, offshoot by the way, in Afghanistan. In the meantime, we're there mainly almost Uniquely to prop up the corrupt Afghan government that has neither the skill nor the will to to defeat the
1: Taliban there by themselves without our help. So, John, if let's say if if every state has survival as its primary goal, survival primary goal, why in the world would the Taliban help Al Qaeda? Does that even doesn't that? that goes against the principle that doesn't even make sense why would they do that
0: well it it challenged me as i was thinking about it and i still can't say i'm sure but i think a couple of things i don't think they expected that we would overthrow them Uh, for starters they probably had no idea that their al-qaeda clients would be able to pull off that kind of massive attack so they they didn't think about the response that would occur from it Uh, additionally i think that most of the taliban leaders had been musha dean and they probably believed that given their defeat of the Soviet Union, that we couldn't hurt them. Mm. I do believe this though, Uh, now that they've seen what US power can and will do, if they ever find themselves back in leadership in Afghanistan, if they are ever again, the Taliban government of all of Afghanistan, they are highly likely to remember principle number four,
1: when they think about the kind of relations they want with the United States. If I were in their shoes, it would sure give me pause. Hey folks to learn more about principle number four and the other tenets of realism and restraint listeners should uh, they should join us on september 17th at 9 p.m eastern 6 p.m pacific we're going to be sharing a link in the in, in the in the notes below on our our and on our cva facebook page uh as to how you can sign up and and uh, and, and view that so i'm ray hoskins out
0: for echo echo whiskey john burns and concerned veterans for america Out.